All right, welcome everybody. It is week nine of Momentum Bootcamp. Can you believe it? You are looking at your beautiful, don't we have a good looking group of panelists this week? Not that we haven't in past weeks. All the other panelists from previous weeks are going like, wait a minute, but good looking crew. Um, so you have no idea what I'm talking about if you're just listening to the podcast or listening to the audio. So, but we just got a good looking crew here. So let me put it on speaker view so you can see my big fat head. If you're on Zoom, make sure you click speaker view so you can see, uh, be engaged with the person who's speaking instead of seeing what all the other panelists are doing uh, during the uh, particular training that's happening. So welcome, throw in the chat or in the comment. We are live on Facebook too, so we will be monitoring the comments in there as well as soon as I get that opened up on my phone here. Let's see here. Okay, we are there. So make sure you pop and pop into the chat or the comment and let us know where you are coming from. It is 4th of July weekend. I about came out of my seat when I got a text from somebody saying, hey, are we having boot camp this weekend since it's a holiday weekend? I was like, yeah, we are. You put your dreams on hold on a holiday weekend and 4th of July was like two days ago. It's done. It's time to move on, folks. So... Yes, we are on boot camp on holiday weekend. We only have, what, how many more Saturdays until convention? Somebody do the math for me so I don't have to pull my calendar out and throw it in the chat. Three is three. Is that right? Do we have three full Saturdays before? Three Saturdays. Okay, now we said when we started this thing that we were going to go all the way to convention. We kind of sucked you in and said maybe six weeks plus, and then, well, anyway, you're still here. We're on week nine. We we let everybody know at the beginning, hey, we're probably going to run this thing all the way to convention, maybe take a week off here or there uh, to give a break. But I want to ask you all what you want to do. We have three Saturdays left, I think, if, if what's in the chat is correct. Three Saturdays remaining between now and convention. Should we take a week off? Should we go all the way into convention? Should we maybe take the Saturday off right before convention so everybody can get all geared up for convention or you guys want to hang out or what do you want to do? We could have a big party on that last week. I'm, all I'm seeing in the chat is to go all the way. Let me look on, on Facebook and see what people are saying there. Let's see here. Everybody's saying we go all the way. So I'm not going to make any promises, but we may, it may be the longest boot camp ever. We may go 12 weeks, right? 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 12 weeks. So anyway, hey, who's ready to jump in? If you are ready to jump in, you have all your notifications off. You have your distractions shoved in the closet. Kids, anything else put to the side, you are going to want to engage today. We have done a lot on mindset. We have done a lot on action. We are getting into some specific skill sets this week. When it comes to sponsoring, starting coaches well, supporting coaches, exploring, we're going to get in, we're going to get down into the weeds with some specifics. So you're going to definitely want to take notes and you are going to be, want to be fully engaged. I always say this, and I just want to remind you that all it takes is one little tiny bit of information to change the trajectory of your entire business. I remember from when I started as a coach, I never missed a weekly training. I never missed. At that time, we had a, we, we didn't have boot camps. We had uh, Brian Drollinger's A-team call. Anybody remember that? And it was a call. You'd actually call in. I remember I had my headphones in. That was before AirPods, right? 
five, six years ago. And so I had my headphones in and I'd be listening and I never missed one. And what was great was it, it wasn't always the big training subjects. It was just one little line that I would hear that somebody would say. And I'd be like, wait a minute, what did what, they just say? Okay, what? oh, so if I do that and little tiny things continued out over a period of years make a huge difference in your business. So if you want a little trajectory bump, stay engaged so you don't miss that one thing that could change everything, okay? So be fully engaged. Don't be surfing Facebook. Don't be texting. Well, I don't want to tell you what to do. You can do whatever you want to do. But same if you're on this podcast right now. It's easy to be doing a bunch of other things. But stay engaged. There's going to be some good stuff coming up here. So we're going to get into it. I saw a post from somebody uh, that, that uh, made me think of all of you that I wanted to just give a quick uh, share about. And he said, our obsessions become our possessions. And that is the truth, both on the good side and the bad side. Okay. So I want to ask you a question as we get into boot camp today. What's going on in here? What are you obsessed about? Are you obsessed with your failures? Are you obsessed with where you're not? Are you obsessed with the things you don't have? Are you obsessed with, with all the things that you want to change, the negative? Are you obsessed with the future that you do want? Are you obsessed with the rank that you want? Are you obsessed with you get up every day looking for people that you can help today? Are you obsessed? The greatest obsession to have is an obsession to help as many people as you can to improve other people's lives because the secret is that's the key to your life improving. But what are you obsessed with? And I'll tell you, to be successful, you, and let, let me – balance that just a little bit. And I don't often balance things, but success means something different to a lot of people. And I've already told you, I make some assumptions on this boot camp that everybody on here wants to become integrated presidentials, wants to earn five, six, seven figures, whatever income wise, you want to make your dreams happen. Now, listen, I know that's not true for everybody. You, you, your desire maybe just to help a few people and that's okay. But just know that, that the, position I'm coming from are those people that want to go big. Okay. So just so you hear that. Okay. So are you obsessed? The key to getting there is to be obsessed with helping as many people as you can. It's that Zig Ziglar quote to help to have everything you want in life. Just help enough other people get what they want. Are you obsessed with that? What you are obsessed about what, what your is your, what your, our, your obsession becomes your possession. I was figuring out how to word that so it rhymed like he did in the post, okay? Our obsession becomes our possession. And part of that, and I'm not going to get into this too deep here. I might spend a little more time on it next week. But we actually, it's not just when we think about it, when we're obsessed about it, our mind actually goes to work to make it happen. And a lot of people miss that. And I want you to think about that. You see, our mind actually in many ways creates the life that we have. So if you spend most of your time thinking negatively or thinking about the things that you're doing wrong or thinking about your failures or thinking about the things that you can't do, for example, when you hear something trained here today and you're in your mind are going, oh, I couldn't do that or oh, she's so good at that or oh, yeah, but I don't have that skill. You're creating that in your life. You are absolutely making that happen. That becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And you know what the great thing is? You choose what those thoughts are. So when you start to get obsessed 
with helping people, obsessed with the things that you desire, obsessed with the kind of husband or wife you want to be, the kind of mom or dad you want to be, whatever that is, and you start to breathe life into it in your mind, positivity into your mind. Now listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the path to success and being a better person is you can think your way there because I don't believe that. There is a whole lot of freaking work that has to go into it. But the key is when you get obsessed with it here, then the work follows because your mind creates it and your mind knows that there's work that's involved. So it does take the work, but it starts here, okay? So I just want to encourage you with that and ask you right now in the middle of summer, July 4th weekend, first of all, bravo for being on boot camp. You are here. You are engaged. This is a little bit of obsession. People, your family's going, what? You're getting, why, are you, why are you up at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., whatever it is. If you're in Maui, up at 4 a.m. I'm back in Phoenix, so it's not too early here. It's 7 a.m. So, but, but, you know, people are, you're a little obsessed with that. That's good. Now, here's the key is to stay obsessed. Keep your mind. And a lot of you don't like that word. I know. I get it. Oh, I don't know about obsessed. There's a book uh, that Grant Cardone, like, like him or not, doesn't matter. But, but there's a book he wrote called, um, be obsessed or be average. And we don't, I remember the first time I heard that, I kind of cringed at that. Well, I don't know. Obsession's a bad thing, right? We don't want to be obsessed. We want to have balance, right? Anybody ever hear that word balance? Well, let me ask you this. Without you intervening on behalf of yourself, do your thoughts have balance or do they lean more negative or do, do they lean more positive? Honest answer. Honest answer. Throw it in the chat. Throw it in the comments. Honest answer. Without you intervening, which direction do your thoughts lean? Is there balance? Some of you are saying positive, and I guarantee you've absolutely worked on that. But many of you are saying negative because without intervening, for most of us, just because of past experiences, because of life, because of the media that's flying at us, because of this world that we live in, we lean negative. We're sitting there looking at all these perfect people on Instagram, on TV, on, on news stories, on Facebook, all these perfect lives, and we're saying, oh, I can't measure up, and we're living in this, this comparative reality world, right? And so we're constantly down on ourselves. I need to be better at this. Oh, I wish I was that. I wish this. I, all, all that. On the negative side, it leans negative. So there's no balance. Don't balance it. Be obsessed with the positive. Be obsessed with what you want. Be nice to yourself is one of my biggest points right here. So, okay, that's my little, uh, my, my little rant at the beginning that was on my mind. And I just wanted to share that a little bit. It actually doesn't have a whole lot to do with what we're talking about. Well, it does. It has to do with everything that we're talking about. But we're going to get into some specifics here today. But before we do that, I'm going to go through, you know, the drill. I'm going to go through the uh, commitments that we made in this boot camp. Yes, I'm doing it again this week. I'm going to do it quickly. But I want to remind everybody, um, are you doing daily personal development? You made a commitment. If you're in this boot camp, this boot camp is not just about showing up here on Saturday morning. Bravo. Good for you. But this is one hour out of how many hours are in a week? Somebody, some of you smarties, throw it in the chat. How many hours are there in a week? This is one hour. Somebody that's really smart, figure out what percentage this one hour is of the total hours in the week. Okay, and if you think showing up on this boot camp is going to massively move the needle in your life at less it's point something percent, I'm, I'm certain, based on the number of hours in, in a week, it's not. 
It's about what you do when you get out of here. So are you changing your identity through daily personal development? Number two, are you checking into the boot camp? There's a post coming up, and I don't know if she did it yet, uh, that Weslyn Biggers is going to throw up uh, in boot camp that is amazing. I saw it on, on – she posted it on her coach page, and I asked her if she would post it to boot camp because it will rock your world. And are you checking in to get those kind of things? Corey Baker did a live a few days ago. There's always this short snippets of content flowing in the boot camp, that community, being around positive people, moving forward, engaging, getting that little injection of community and inspiration, encouragement, excitement, being around this family. Are you doing that every day? Yes, every day you have time to do it. Number three, are you on the weekly trainings? Not just this boot camp, but on the Monday night trainings, and if your team, if you have a team training going on, are you committed to that, engaged, integrated in that? Number four, and I, I, I so want to harp on this, but you've heard me do it a million times. I know right now most of you are tuning me out, but I just want you to put in the chat whether you are doing this or not, yes or no. You're reading out loud, internalizing, praying, whatever it is for you, you're wise, Every single day, preferably to start your day, the first thing you do when you get up, before you go pee, before you do anything, you are reading out loud your why. So you go into your day armed and reminded with your RAS activated to go after those things. Are you doing it? Yes or no? Put it in the chat. I can't see the chat with this window up, so I'll look in a second. Yes or no. If that's the only thing you do during this whole boot camp is you start a habit of doing that from this point forward in your life, it'll absolutely change your entire life. I guarantee it. And I'm not exaggerating. Just that one thing activated in your life. And then number five, what about your foundations? Health. Are you integrated? Um, are, you, are you remembering that heart to help people versus trying to get people and sell people? All those foundational things that we're building on top of, those have to remain. And I'll spend a little bit of time uh, going through the specifics of those foundations again next week uh, and, and kind of listing them out because every week after I put this up, I have people text me or message me and say, hey, can you remind me what all those foundations are? Um, so we'll, we will do that. But right now, we're going to jump in because uh, my intro is uh, just hit 15 minutes and I'm going to get in trouble with Megan again. So anyway. We're going to jump in today. Here's where we're focusing. We have been focusing on sponsoring. Okay. We've been focusing on, first of all, here, here's, here's a quick synopsis. Fill your funnel as full as you can. Put as, shove as many people as you can into the fat end of your funnel. That's what I call it. Okay. You, and how do you do that? You start conversations with people. This is the whole business. The whole business is looking for the people that are looking for a solution. Looking for people, I love how Carol Hips put, puts it. She said, I'm looking for people that are looking for a better life. Okay, that's this whole thing. That sums it up. That's what we do in this business. How do we do it? We start a lot of conversations. We engage with people either live or on social media. We move them to health assessments. We are posting regularly. We're living out loud. We build up our frontline volume as big as we can. Okay. Then, or I should say also, once we get that down, that doesn't go away. You will always continue doing that. 
then we get really good at sponsoring and not just our clients. There's a whole group of people that will never be your client that could be incredible health coaches that could build an amazing business uh, with us that could jump on this mission and their life could be transformed. Some of us never even look at that. And here's why the low hanging fruit is our clients. And I just want to encourage you start there. Some of you have a, a whole truckload of, of coaches in your client pool that you've already built relationships with. They already love Optavia. They love what we do. They love the community. They're engaged. Start there before you reach out and go, I'm going to go look for people who aren't part of Optavia. Okay. So start there. Get really good at sponsoring. We've spent two and a half weeks on sponsoring, close to three weeks of on sponsoring, bringing coaches on. Now we're going to seal the deal here and we're going to go into the Coach Explore. And bottom line is just get really good. You don't, you don't have to get really good at inviting people to coach. Just get really good at this system, which is inviting them to explore. There's a system. There's a way to do that. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a statement that is probably not 100% true because there are some exceptions, but I like the hyperbole of saying always or 100%, so I'm going to do it. Never invite anybody to become a coach. Now, that's not true. If somebody's ready to go and you can tell, then pull the trigger, okay? But in general, I don't like to invite people to become a coach because that is a big leap from here to here, and I've found that 90% plus of people cannot see themselves making that leap. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to move this target for them over closer to them where it's not that big of a leap. This little target right here for them, a nice easy step, is the coach explore. So I'm not inviting people to coach, I'm inviting people to explore. It's a little step, there's no commitment. And I always let them off the hook, say, hey, hey, it may not be. May or may not be a good fit. That's totally cool, but at least let me get you the information and answer your questions so you at least know what you're thinking about. You ever hear that when you when you invite somebody to coach and they're like, or, or ask them what they think about coaching? Like, yeah, I kind of been thinking about it. I'm like, whoa, hold the, hold the phone. What are you thinking about? If we didn't do an explore yet, you, uh, you're, you, you're thinking about your con. I don't say this to them. This is what I'm thinking on my head. You're thinking about your concept of coaching not what coaching actually is. You don't know what we do behind the scenes. You don't know how much work is, oh, I'm too busy. How do you know you're too busy, right? Does that make sense? So the key is invite to explore, invite to explore. Get really good at inviting to explore. Once you do the explore, which Ash Ashley Miller is gonna walk you through here, you will find a massive percentage of people that you can get to an explore. I know we can't get anybody to do anything, but you can invite to an explore and they commit to it and they jump on a Zoom to explore a massive percentage of those end up becoming coaches because you're able to have an intelligent conversation about coaching and remove all their concepts, okay? So remember, invite to explore. It's a nice little easy step. And I always say, I don't even invite people to explore. I ask if they would be open to exploring, which is so non-committal. They don't even have to make a commitment to be on the explore. But once they say they're open to it, I hold them to it and I get them on the explore. So anyway, enough from me. I'm gonna hand it over to Ashley Miller, who is amazing and a sponsoring machine. She and Brad lead an amazing organization, two of my favorite people, and she's gonna walk us through what is this Coach Explore thing all about. Ashley Miller, it's all yours. Hey, good morning, that was awesome. Um, yes, so true. I, so give you a little history, if you don't know me. Um, Brad and I have been coaches for, this is our, Starting our 10th year, we started through convention 
10 years ago. We went to convention and decided we're going to do this and came home and started coaching. So uh, for about five years, six, five to six years, we did exactly what Dan just described. We would, the, the what not to do. We would just say, you make a great coach. And like, that was it. And that was like the hardest transition ever to move somebody from, you'd make a great coach. And they're like, ah. and then nothing would happen. So here's where the system of the Explorer coaching really came out of like, you know how frustration can inspire creativity? This was the solution to the bridge. So there's a reason for it that you don't have to suffer through, thank goodness. I suffered through it for six years for you. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't do what I did because it, it was really rough. So, um, okay. So I love what you had said, Dan, about it's an invitation to exploration. So here's something, let me just jump into mindset. Okay. So the mindset of exploring coaching, if you habitually feel like you go into, I need to, present Optavia, this is gonna help you so much. This is about engaging versus presenting. Presenting is like, I'm gonna feel like I gotta convince you into this thing. And I notice when you present, not you, but me, or any present presentation, turns into a lot of talking about what we aren't versus exploring what we are through the art of asking questions to the person. So just knowing that, you know, using the tools and we'll go into that, what tools do we have so that I'm not going into this so blind. And then I, because I'm blind, I just start talking and I don't know, I don't know what to do. And I, and then I get off the call and it was like a 30 minute train wreck. So let me give you some tips. Um, Assess before you get on this explore, what has this person been exposed to already? So if this person was invited to explore coaching straight off of a, whatever your organization calls it, a trilogy call, a hope and health call, a, you know, party at your house, whatever. However this person moved to the explore, Think about how they got here. How much exposure have they had to the heart of Optavia? Okay, so if you invite somebody to explore coaching and they have not a clue, all the way from they've only ever seen you through social media and they're not even a client yet, to, you know, there's so many benchmarks. Carol's described it, Tiffany's described it. How, where's the spots you can move to explore? before a health assessment even happens. I became a coach before I was even a client. Candy and Casey became coaches before they were even clients. So we became clients at the same time because we needed to understand what we were about to coach. But we didn't have a clue what this was all about. So that's a really good spot to, when you set up the Explore, send them a video, a recording, of a exploring coaching call that will fit them. 
So if you go into simple systems, for example, you're going to see ones geared towards pastors. You're going to see one that Dan did. This the 45-minute one that it's Dan, Carol, the Knicks, Tiffany, Dr. JC. Like it's the full gamut of exposing to what we are in the heart. Then Dan wraps it up with like a pretty quick but detailed present, you know, at the end of the more nitty gritty details after the stories, that's my go-to, to be totally honest. I'd send that, once I schedule this explore, that's what we go into, is I send them that, and I ask them, let's watch this, and here's where, this is like my seal the deal to make sure that my explore is gonna be about exploring, not about me explaining Optavia. So, I will tell them, okay, so we set the time, you know, tomorrow at 5 p.m., Okay, I'm gonna send you this. Go ahead, watch this before we connect. And while you're watching it, write down everything that comes to your mind. Everything, every question you think of, every, everything that stands out to you that you love, that you vibe with. And we're gonna talk about those things, about your notes, when we talk tomorrow at five. So my communication my clarity is what's really setting us up here. So by the time we get to that call, they've already heard the heart, they've already heard some stories, they already are putting themselves into like how this is a match for them, and now they know some nitty gritty details on like, how do I even start? Versus I get to the Explorer, I spend 30 minutes explaining everything, they're asking me so many like why, or excuse me, hows and whats, and we're never really getting to why. Okay, so these are kind of my steps along the way. All right, so I do that. Um, now, say you've got somebody that they did, they did get to this point because they have seen the heart of Octavia somehow. You've somehow done a presentation, whatever. Okay, there's a 15-minute video, and that's what Carol described that she sends is that Becca Tinter video, and that's like, you already get it. You get the culture, you get the heart. Here's just some hard details on coaching. 15 minutes, boom. So differentiate where is the person you're inviting to explore coming from to get to this explore. Then send them that. Then, okay, okay, now we're to the point where it's the day of your explore. Remind, like send them a confirmation, maybe that morning or a few hours before your a scheduled time saying, hey, can't wait to connect with you. Um, so ex uh, excited to hear what you um, what stood out to you, what you loved about that video, and exploring all of your um, questions that you have. Um, here's the Zoom link. Let me know if you have any questions hopping on Zoom. Can't wait to see you at five o'clock. So it's you're just being a professional. You know, it's like we set the time, we send the confirmation. You know how this is. You know, if you set an appointment ahead of time, how easy is it to forget that you even have it? So let, let's make it easy for them. Okay, then it's about, if you got this five o'clock appointment, about 4.45, 4.50, hop on the call ahead of time with your business coach that you'll be doing this explore with. Give that business coach an idea of how did this, how did you get to this point? So. I'm sponsored by David and Terry Miller. So if you don't know who that is, you will at convention. 
Um, I got trained hands-on by them. So they're the masters at this. So I've been able to watch David and Terry like get into this and how do they do, how do, how do they do this? The questions they have nailed down are so helpful. They're so powerful. So I'll show you the questions that David and Terry have taught me that you could apply to this explore. Okay. So now it's five o'clock. You hop on. What? Okay. Let me go to who is on this call. So when you are newer to sponsoring and you're newer to even you, maybe you've gotten to this point where you just jumped right to let's be a coach and you hadn't done the explorers yet. Don't feel like, Oh my gosh, it's too late. I can't ask my business coach. If you don't have the skill. That's okay. Just talk to your mentor and ask, can you train me hands on like the C1 do one together, do one myself while you watch. Can we do that process? Okay. So I would say about three to four of these doing them with your business coach, watch them do an entire one, do one where you take a bit more of the reins, do another one where you take even more of the reins and then do one where you do the whole thing and your business coach is basically on mute. And I call it when I'm that, when I'm in the business coach spot, I'm like your safety net. So versus like, see you later, figure it out. I just think there's like something really impactful about doing that last one together that I'm the safety net for that really instills confidence. Okay. So now we're to who does it? When do you do it? What's it about? Um, Let's jump into, now we talk about what are we talking about? Okay, so we get on here and do a really great intro to, if your business coach is on this call, always start with introducing, I mean, always is do whatever you want. I like to start with how to, okay, so I'm introducing my business coach. So, hey, you know, this is my business coach slash my family member, Terry Miller. And she's been, you know, my coach for blah, 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 blah. Just think of a nice way to introduce this person because they don't know who's on the call. And then here's something really cool. Punctuate two to three aspects about the person you're exploring with. Like two to three highlights about this person and their character speak some like truth over this person. Hey, Terry, you know, I invited, um, Carrie to talk about or just explore what do we do as coaches and I don't know maybe this could be a good fit I have just seen so much potential in her she has the best sense of humor she is so amazing with communicating she's just on fire for helping people in other areas of her life that's all the aspects of what I was looking for when I'm thinking about who do I want to partner with when it comes to coaching and Terry's like Wow, that's awesome. So do you see how just in that you are validating this person before you even get into anything? You're speaking what you see into them. Okay, that's an introduction. Okay, let's see here. I'm flying through this because this could take, like we could go into so many aspects, this could take an hour. So let's just take like 12 minutes and just fly. Okay, so here's, I'm gonna show you something. When I get on this call, I need bullet points because I like to have a good time. I like to have fun. My call can turn into a party. 
and I didn't follow any bullet points. So I follow this. This is a Coach Explore form. You can find it in Simple Systems. Um, if you've never seen it, it's, it's super basic, but it keeps me on track. So if you're feeling like you're getting into that, like, I keep talking at this person and I don't know how to switch it, try this form. So let me tell you, like, quick overview of your life is the first question. Tell me about your work and your family. This is great, especially if you don't know them very well or your business coach doesn't know them very well. Yeah. Okay. David has it right there. Um, what did you like? This is very important to ask it just like this. What did you like best about what you heard on that presentation versus, so what do you think? Gnarly answers. Don't try it, but if you want to try it, watch the gnarly answers. So direct the, the question. What did you like best about what you heard? Okay, stop, listen, take notes. Maybe ask another question from what they're saying. Um, the next question on here, just to guide you through, is how would coaching benefit you? How would it benefit your family? Making notes, you're listening, you're engaging. Okay, the next section is asterisk because you don't ask this question, but it's a spot for you to make notes as you go. So it says, are there any concerns or things that might hold this person back? Don't necessarily ask that, but just make notes if you hear anything. And then it's an asterisk of solutions that you could present. Even better is when instead of telling them the solution, ask a question that leads to the solution that they answer. That's powerful. Okay, so how much time do you have to coach? Oh, there goes my timer hanging. How much time do you have to coach? Get a real life perspective of like, what's their life consist of, right? And then, I love this one. Can you see yourself chatting with people about their health goals and checking in with them weekly? Then, okay. I've done this two ways. I've done this where somebody has nobody. They can't come up with a single name of a person on their heart to help or they, they are ready to help. That's rough moving into a coach. You can do it. You can do it. I just did it with somebody because she was willing to go set up five practice calls. That's a hustler. So if you, if you get to the point where you say, so who would you love to help when you start coaching? Let them answer it. You know, I would love if we come off of this thing with at least five names. That's why these slots are here. Maybe you're going to help them with thinking about people of, um, you know, maybe when you did that health assessment on the back, it said you asked, is there anyone in your life that you'd like to help get healthy with you? I know you mentioned that your husband would be excited to, you know, um, get started here. I know you mentioned your mom. I know you mentioned your running buddy. Would you, well, how would it feel to help that person? Okay, so now you're filling in these names um, because now you already have your calls. So the minute they start, you hit that meet and greet, whether you're doing those calls, the health assessment before the meet and greet or whatever, whatever order, you've got names, you got people to start. Okay, and then it asks, what else would you like to know about coaching? 
And this is a good spot to kind of go back to the solution thing. Don't though, I would say, try not to get caught in talking them into it at this point. You just had such a great engaged conversation. Do whatever it takes not to be like convincing, okay? Because it's just like health assessments. How icky does it feel when you convince them into getting started from a health assessment? Like, let it flow. Okay, so that's the guidelines. Dan has some amazing notes that he has shared with me that I know um, a lot of Dan's organization has used and I'm going to start using myself. Um, one of them was, um, if they, if, you, if this person, okay, so Carrie, when you jump on board, how would you define success? Best question. I can't wait to use that one. Um, if you want to share your coaching story, go for it. They may have no idea who you are. <laughs> but that would be kind of rare because my assumption is they've been watching you for a while. So they probably know. I don't think you need to share that much. You can decide. Um, okay. Yeah. That's that was a lot of stuff. I think they got a lot of notes. Dan, anything from there? No, that's great, Ashley. That, that, that was absolutely perfect. And I, a bunch of people in the chat were like, where's the form? What's simple systems? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Point is, everyone, invite people to the explore. The number one thing that you need to know is not even all the details that Ashley went into. That was for people to sharpen their sword. Yep. You should be doing these with your business coach. Do not go out on that plank alone, okay? Right? Would you agree, Ashley? Like, like. 100%. If you're doing three or four or five in a row and this does not actually turn into a sponsor, I don't care if you've been a coach for 12 years. Good. Raise your hand, ping your mentor, and say, I'm noticing a pattern and I can't quite catch it. So if you are in that spot, I was, like I said, five or six years into this. And I said, David and Terry, I have no idea how to do Explorer. Could you walk me through this? Like best thing I ever did. So just, it's kind of like keep track of your metrics. And if something's off or feels weird, or you're hearing this and you're like, that's not how mine go. Talk to the person in your mentorship that knows how to do this and imagine what's going to happen to your business. You all, you're getting fluid with these health assessments. What if you did as many explorers or more explorers than you did health assessments? And what if you thought I could do an explorer before a health assessment? Watch your business change. Oh, I love that, Ashley. And somebody said it in the chat, but basically a coach explorer is a health assessment for a potential coach. Absolutely. So, so Absolutely. great stuff. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, Thanks for having me. And I know that was a lot of info and people are like, <laughs> how do I remember all this? What do I do? Do it with your business coach. That is, this is an apprenticeship model. Okay. You're yeah. doing the same as you, you know, I always tell uh, coaches, Hey, it's going to save you two or three months of trial and error. If you do a few three-way calls with me at the beginning, because that's what I did. I skipped the first few. I thought I had it down and then nobody was coming on board. And finally I was like, Eric, okay, I, I think I'm supposed to do some three-way calls because I thought I had it because I'm a great leader, right? 
or communicator. Anyway, so same thing with this. Do a few of them with your business coach. You'll get it down. That's how you'll learn. You learn by doing it, okay? So, so don't dive in on your own. So awesome stuff, Ashley. Now, you've done the, you've invited to explore. You've done the explore. What do we do after that? Well, we're gonna bring on a couple of pros to walk you through what you do after the explore, how to follow up after the explore. What you leave them hanging, you 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 feel all weird and don't don't ever talk to them again if they don't jump on. I mean, what do you do here? Okay, so I've invited uh, a couple of uh, more, a couple of additional rock stars here, uh, and many of you know who they are, but they're incredible coaches, incredible leaders. Uh, Casey and Candy Mitzel. Hey guys. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Awesome, Ashley. Thank you for that. Thanks for the introduction, Dan. Ashley, that was awesome. That was a lot of stuff. That was uh, like my mind's ready to jump in and, and start what's, doing that. What's so exciting is Brad and Ashley, we are blessed to work with them. And every time we get to hear them, we, I'm, I'm taking notes. So I've heard this. I've heard it. I've heard it. But there was a few nuggets that I took again today. So thank you, Ashley. Yeah. So guess what? Not everybody's going to come on as a coach the first time. Has anybody experienced this before? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Can you put a one in the chat if you said you were never going to be a coach? If you said, I'm never going to be a coach. This isn't for me. This is, uh-oh, look at all the ones. That's awesome. And they're coaches now, right? So everybody on here is a coach. So they're now coaches. So if you put that one in the chat, um, you know, they, we never know when things are going to change in people's lives. And we have to be in that spot where that follow-up is authentic. And when people are ready, they're going to come back to you. So in spite of having a perfect um, uh, health, uh, a coach explorer and a perfect, um, like your business coach, coach was on board and everything. And they said, wow, that was great. I just don't understand why that person isn't jumping on right now. This is crazy. So what happens next, right? And there's a couple of things that I would say. If you really understand and you have your coach explorer and you understand um, why this would be a great fit for them and their family. And you have that in the back of your mind. That's going to influence the way that you follow up with them. Um, now, not in a way that when you see things happen in their Facebook threads and stuff like that, you come on and you're like, hey, I saw that bad thing happen. Are you ready to become a coach yet? Uh, more of just like, hey, I'm just reaching out to you today. Your, your, your name was on my heart today. And I just want to find out is uh, how's everything going? You know, you, almost as if you've never seen what's going on in their Facebook thread, if they're posting negative things, that kind of thing. Um, so, so be aware of that because that's a big thing. Well, how does it fit into their life and how can, can you offer it to them later? Because lives change, which brings me to my next point, you being consistent with your lifestyle trend and what you do, what, what I always tell people is like, you know what, in Optavia coaching, I think we see people's lives kind of like barring, you know, family incidences and, and Ill, illnesses and deaths and that kind of things. Like our lives are generally pretty stable. Like we're learning to live stable lives. And a lot of our friends and family and people who we've done coach explorers with, their lives are going like this. And we don't know in that wave pattern where they are, especially even at that time of that explore. You might have got them when they're on a five, five and one um, intoxication. And they're like, I'm so fired up to do everything. But they're just not ready to do it yet, right? And then their career that they thought was going the right direction takes a little bit of a dip or they lose their job. And all of those things that they talked about, their dreams, where they thought they had a little bit of a lifeboat are not happening the way that they're, they, they had envisioned, they envisioned them happening. So now it's like, okay, whoa, 
gosh, when Ashley talked to me, she was so authentic about helping me with these things. I need to give her a call and see if I'm still welcome back into this environment, back into this community. And as you guys know, everybody's part of the family. They never, that we always have a spot for them. So that consistent follow-up just allows us to be able to offer it again when life hits somebody a little bit differently. So what if we just keep getting better on that trajectory all of the time? And I'll tell you what, uh, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So for those of you who are new to this, um, you know, we've had coaches that have joined us after eight years. The ones that we actually did what would have been an explore eight years ago or nine years ago with them. And after watching this over two, three, four, five, they want to know it's the real deal. They want to know that what you're doing is really happening, that your life is improving, that your, um, your lifestyles have been uh, and habits have been adopted and you're living this great optimal health. And that's what you are offering to people and they're seeing it play out in front of them. So that's what I think you, you want to bring them into that environment so they can see that. And that's where the follow-up comes, comes in. And then Candy's dialed in with her details on how that, that's kind of live, you know, leading from the front, uh, from the future and acting in the now, but now we got the details of how to make that happen. Yeah. Hey, good morning guys. Um, yeah. So just, you know, living out consistently, Casey and I right along, Brad and Ashley, we've been doing this for nine years and have brought on some awesome people just in the last year that, like you said, we explored with like eight years ago and they're killing it because they have just seen us live consistent. We haven't quit. We're still growing ourselves. So hang in there, you guys. It's, it's a ride, but it's awesome. And, and also too, with us staying in connection with our mentorship and our community, just keeps us growing and those that are watching us just continue to see that. So it's pretty awesome. Um, so just a couple of just tangible tips, um, just like the health assessment, you do the health assessment, you put it in your binder, you have a follow-up system if they don't say yes yet. Same with the coach explore sheet. So you got your sheet, you have your awesome notes, you put it in your binder, you don't let go of them. You, you love on those people. Um, but one thing that I do do, um, right after my explore and maybe many, you know, I think we're kind of taught this with even after the health assessment is, um, you know, when you get done, you text them, you video message them, you voice message them and just say, thank you so much for taking the time to hear about, you know, whatever it might be that, that you've talked about. In this case, what I would do is I would take tangible points that they shared how health coaching could benefit their life. Thank you so much for sharing X, Y, and Z on how Optavia would enhance your life. And for those that are on your heart, let's keep thinking about those, you know, two through three people that you mentioned and a few more, and we can't wait to share how Optavia could change their lives. So you're just re-edifying what they told you back to them. It's, it's in a dialogue with them. And then you just continue to love on them. You know, Dan, you said that, um, you know, we're here uh, 4th of July weekend, right? So we didn't have plans for the 4th of July. And we're like, let's just invite some people over. And some were good friends, some were family, but we intentionally invited people who were not yet clients, who were not yet coaches, but we wanted in our circle of influence. And it was, we're just showing up, they got to see how we live, we had healthy options, and just being around them. So, you know, continue to layer in love, um, speak boldly, speak truth over what you do see in them. And it's just continue to follow up, just like you would with a health assessment, that they haven't said yes to yet. So hopefully that helps. 
Love it. Perfect, guys. Thank you. And now I, I want to point out here, okay, and I'm going to resist the urge. It's so hard for me to, to add commentary after all this great information. Um, you just heard from, from three individuals that have been in this business close to a decade, okay, close to, close to three decades between the three of them, between Casey and Candy and Ashley. Now, there's a reason for that, okay? They are still here, and you hear it. You hear all of them talk about consistency and the fact that, to, that they continue to live this thing out loud. Guys, there's a whole group of people that will come on board as coaches and clients two years from now, three years from now, seven years from now, okay? You're doing the work now. All that work you're doing, all those conversations you're starting, all those explorers you're doing, all those health assessments, you're going to reap the rewards of that, the harvest of some of those, not all of them, but years down the road. And I hope you all caught that. Um, and I learned something, or I, I felt a little, um, okay, so I'm going to be honest here for a second before I hand it over to, to David and Deanna to, to talk about how, how to start and support a new coach. You do not want to go anywhere for this, okay? You want to stay here. This is going to be gold. But I um, – used to do this because I'd feel weird after a coach explore or even a health assessment if they said no. I like I almost felt rejected. You know, I almost felt I was like discouraged, disappointed. I kind of wanted to like hide the phone and run away and like pretend we, I, we didn't just have that conversation. And I would literally send nothing. I would go dark. Okay. And then in a couple weeks or in a week, I might send a follow up and say like, hey, so have you given any more thought or hey, you ready to get started? But I was missing such an important step that Casey just or Candy just pointed out. Okay. Immediately after the call is over, whether it is a health assessment or it is a coach explore, please learn from my error. The first thing you do is send a follow-up text or voice message. I love the voice message uh, or voice memo or whatever it's called. Okay. First thing you do when you get off, you are sending them a message, letting them know. And you're not saying this, but hey, we're still friends. Hey, it's cool. Hey, I'm here. Hey, you're awesome. Hey, this could be great someday. Hey, you're because there's a little weirdness on both ends. When it's not like they just walked into a used car dealership and they got beat up and they they said no and walked out and they hope they're never going to run into that person again, right? That was me. That's what. I, that's literally how I approached when I would get a no. Okay. So coach explores health is when I changed that, it changed the whole thing in my business. I had a massive increase in the percentage of people that would come on board later. So that is setting the stage for future follow-up. Okay. So was that helpful to anybody? That was huge. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Candy. Now we're going to jump over. So you've done that. You've invited to the explore. You've done the explore. You're going to learn more about that as you do them with your business coach. You're following up after. You're sending a text or a voice message right after the explore. So important. And then you've got this person who said, you know what? Let's do it. I want to be a coach. And some of you are like, oh, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Well, David uh, Asensio is here to save the day and walk you through one of the most important skills to learn. There's a gnat flying around him. 
I'm, I'm not waving you off, David. <laughs> um, one of the most important skills to learn in this business, and it's the fourth kind of cornerstone of the business, is how to support coaches. And again, I'm sure David's going to say this, but you do it first with your business coach, but he's going to walk you through how to best. And, and I'm telling you, David and Deanna Asensio are the best of the best at starting new coaches. So David, take it away, brother. All right. Thank you. Wow. After that intro, I don't know. Hopefully I can live up to that. And, and, uh, and Ashley and Casey and Candy, wow, you guys rocked it. Um, Ashley, I'm going to tie right back into some of the things you said. And Dan, I love the last thing you just ended on other than trying to wave me off the screen <laughs> is that because it sets the tone. So there's a lot of information coming your way. So I want to encourage you to take a breath, breathe, relax. It's okay. Right. Go back to what Dan said. Guess what? This is recorded. You can play it back and pause it a couple of times, right? So it's okay. So I want you to I want you to relax your minds because I want to, I want you guys to free your thoughts so you can absorb more because we don't want to bombard you with information just to check a box. We want this to be practical for you to grow. Okay. So keep listen closely to some things I'm going to say because it's crazy. It's going to be like Ashley and I got together and we coordinated this, but you guess you know what? It's actually the system that ties us all back together. So let me set some framework for you. And this is so perfect based upon the environment that we're in. This is this is incredible quote in this in this old book. And it says, don't turn your back on wisdom for she will protect you. Love her and she will guard you. Right. For those of you who want to know, that's actually Proverbs 4, 6. But it's an awesome quote. It fits here. Right. Uh, this is here to protect you. And this is wisdom this is, that's being poured into from Terry Miller, from, from Dan, from Doug, from Casey, I mean, from Ashley, from everybody. And I love how Dan's heart, his plea and his transparency, sharing mistakes that he makes so that you may benefit from that. Okay, so we are with you. And back to Dan's message of team coaching, all right? So let me back up. I want to lay a little bit of a foundation for you. And I'm going to try to stay on time here. So Dan, give me a wave or if I need to cut off. Okay. Uh, so what is the objective? So starting a new coach, let's, let's set the framework in our mind. I'm a big mindset guy. Okay. So the thing is, what is our objective in starting a new coach? It goes back to what Ashley was saying at the beginning, right? She was talking about, she, she talked about one of these, the, the four things we always do. We want to transfer skills, that's really what we're doing. We're starting to transfer skills. Now that they said I'm going to be a coach, you're like, what do I do? You know, confetti didn't fall from the sky. So where do I go from here? So we want to transfer the skills. And very simply, we're going to do it for them. We're going to do it with them. We're going to watch them do it. And then we're going to watch them teach it. Okay. So that's kind of the key objectives there is, is it, that's, that's, you go really deep, but that's not the point of this because I want to get to some of the meat here, okay? The second aspect of beyond that objective is what are the key areas that you want to focus on in starting a new coach, okay? And it's really simple. Dan says this all the time. You, uh, we want to work on all the skill sets on how to help them acquire clients and support the clients, right? There's two others that come beyond that, but for the topic of this conversation, let's just focus there. How do we do that? We do it in structure. We do it in structure. Structure is your friend. And also, we do it, keyword, in community, not in a vacuum, 
right? This, is, this was never designed to be a go-it-alone system. Your health journey was not a design to be a go-it-alone system, right? So we do it in community, and we do it, as Dan said, by team coaching. You're going to hear me bang on that over and over and over again because within doing in community, doing it together, we have wins, we build a strong relationship, and you also, this is a key word, earn. Trust is earned, not given. You earn trust to be able to speak into somebody's life because things are going to get a little muddy later on. But if you've built like, that foundation of earning the trust, they'll be more willing to listen and to step into that, that area that they're uncomfortable because they don't know what to expect, but they trust you. Let me move on. All right. This is my favorite piece because this one comes up all the time. But this coach, but that coach, and this coach, how do I train? How do I teach this coach? But you don't understand that coach is different. It's a, the system is a system, but here is one difference. Okay, there are three speeds of coaches. You got your runners, you got your walkers, you got your crawlers. But what are they all doing? They're all moving. What's the difference? Pace. That's really it, right? So a walker, I mean a runner. That's me. I'm going to speak for me, okay? There's pros and cons to all of these, right? And I'm not saying, hey, if you don't fit exactly, hey, sensor, that's not exactly, that's okay. I'm just saying in general, this is what we've seen, okay? This may or may not be in a view. I'm going to talk about this a little bit. So, so how do we determine which one they are? That's the easy part. We don't have to. They're going to show us. <laughs> They're going to show you. They're going to tell you which one they are through their actions, right? And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. But here's the key for you. It is so important, so important, so important for you to match their pace. This is about them, not about you. You need to match their pace. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that as I talk about some of the key things and starting them in structure, okay? So, because here's the thing. If you don't match their pace and you get too far out ahead of them, you just left them behind. That's not a journey. That's you doing your own thing. We go this together, right? Even though you're capable, you could dust them. No, no, you back up. You walk this together, right? So um, the, the other thing I want to talk about is, so how do I coach each of them? That's always the general question, all right? So the, here's the thing to matching a coach's pace. And this is something as a type A runner myself, I have to always put this filter on. A, it's not about me. And God gave me two eyes, two ears, one mouth for a reason to listen, to pay more attention to, and to listen more attunely to what they want and where they are so that I can uh, learn to adjust to their pace. So you want to, because you're going to need to determine at times, it's not always consistent whether you need to speed up because they're getting more comfortable, proficient, or you need to slow down, or maybe you need to go back a few steps, right? And I'll talk about that when I go over some of these points in terms of retaking that, that pulse check and doing it with them. I love a lot of the, the questions that Ashley and Casey and Candy shared because they were, they were asking questions as they go along the path to validate, are we still on the right path? Are we still good? Can we move forward, right? That's key. So never leave your coach behind. So let's talk about, the, let's talk about some of the, the things in the runners, right? Runners. Any, any runners out there? You're a runner, throw, you know, throw up a one if you're a runner, right? So let's talk about it. I'm going to talk about me. Okay. I'm putting myself on the spot. I'm a runner. I'm the guy that like, who needs structure? I, let's go. Let's go do this. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Right. I just want to go. I just want to go. Right. So the thing is a runner typically is somebody and they're, and they're in that mode is because they are clear on what 
they want from coaching and they are clear on what they want to do with coaching. They just don't know how to do it. So they're just ready to just go, right? So I want to talk about that a little bit here. And the thing is, they will, they will be here. As I remember I said, your coach will tell you which one they are in that season, right? So they're, how do I know as a runner? Because they're going to be all over you like white on rice. What do I do next? What do I do next? I done, 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 right? So they're just kind of just moving and going. And don't panic. You've got a system. You have a structure. And you've got a support team, okay? So lean on them as well. Don't go this alone. They're highly motivated, highly excited, right? That's awesome. Let's park there for a second, okay? Maybe that's not you. Maybe that is you. I don't know. But one thing I want to encourage you is that the, the, the coach that tends to be excited may in unintentionally or subconsciously skip a few steps in the process, right? Because in the moment, keyword, in the moment of where they are in their journey, that seems irrelevant. Why do I need to watch that video? Let's, they said they want to get on the call. Why do I need to watch this video on, a, on how to do a health overview? You're going to lead it. Let's just go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Right? So they're going to skip some key things in their foundation that, that, that they feel or may perceive are not relevant to the immediate task. Right? So I'm just giving you some personal insights of me. Okay? So, and I see this in some other guys. So the thing is, give them the examples of why that's important. So what you want to do is to speak to, so share with them why later, because they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. So when you go, hey, awesome. Hey, the reason why we want to do this is because down the road, this is going to happen and this is going to happen, right? So you're tying that all back together and they'll go, oh, okay. And then they'll be, they'll be receptive to, to doing it and moving forward. So the one thing I want to encourage you is to, to be careful of is to restrain that excitement or, or squelch that excitement. Wow. You, you talk about burning some, you, 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 you taking a fire out of them and we're trying to turn up the fire on people. We're trying to drive passion. I mean, if anything, throw some gasoline on it, but you're the fireman, right? Firemen can control fire. I'm not saying that we want to control anybody here, but what we want to do is we want to guide him again, going back to the quote I said at the beginning, we want here to guard you and to protect you, right? To, so that you could achieve what you want. So help them to understand why this is so important keyword to help them achieve their goals. That's going to impact them down the road. It's all about them. Not about you. Right? So moving on walkers structure, please may I have some structure. I would like a side order of structure with a structure light. Okay. So, uh, sometimes what we've seen with those that are, that are the walkers, they're, they're not exactly a hundred percent clear on what they want from coaching. Um, and that's okay, but there's they're because they're discovering at these as they go and they're discovering what's possible. So they're kind of just stepping through this, right? And that's a that's a good model of faith. They're excited, but yet they're uncertain or unclear. Okay, so don't misconfuse that, right? So this coach may want to complete sometimes. These are my analysis paralysis people. Sometimes they want to come get a doctorate in health coaching before they feel they can support their first client. Right? Hey, I just went on off to be a learn and I watched 12 video modules. I watched every video on Dan from when he first started coaching to like now. You know, and so that's that's awesome, but what did you learn? What did you put into practice? Right? So 
like, like Dan said, he moved the, he moves the target up closer, help them to step through that. So, um, the, the, the key thing is when you help them determine what they want, I can't, I can't emphasize this part enough. Stop, spend the time, invest the time. Now we're trying to develop leaders, not followers. The only way to do that is investing in the people right now to help them achieve what determine what they want and what not might be not, but what can be possible for them through this vehicle and this community that we have, right? Because if they don't believe what's possible, they, they're not going to be able to move surely through their journey. So I just want to encourage you, you know, to help them to, to, to define that vision because a lot of times they don't know what it is. Crawlers. All right. These are the ones that were just like, whoa, too much structure, too fast. I'm not like you. You need to slow down. Like they're, they're overwhelmed, right? Like, whoa, oh, no, no. I, oh my gosh. I don't know what to do. This is like, this is way too much. I can't handle this. It's okay. It's all right. All right. So these are the people that the coaches that typically we find that they have absolutely no idea. Like they're like zero to 5% maybe clarity on what they want from coaching. And, you know, and I really want to encourage you to spend some time into it. I'm going to go back to what Ashley said in the first sec few first seconds when you explored coaching. You highlighted in them what, they, what you saw in them, right? So start there. Help them lay that foundation to build and to start building that trust and start discovering what, what they are, what they're passionate about. Help them to lay that foundation because what we've seen is many of them just don't know how to dream or sometimes they're just afraid to dream because they're afraid to be disappointed again. So they, they, they don't want to go there, right? So they're kind of, they're, they're locked in this paradox. So help them just guide them moving forward. So again, and, and careful, caution, sponsoring coach, okay? I'm talking to you here. Uh, and that is uh, the former Deanna that did to me. Don't fire hose them. <laughs> don't, don't say, here, here are all the videos that Tiffany made me watch. You sit here for a day and watch them. Hmm. Okay. They will shut down. So they're cut. And then worst case, you're going to make them feel like you're their boss and we are not their boss. What do we always say? We are, these are very intentional words. People listen. We are your mentorship team. You tell us what you want based upon our experience and our mentors experience. We guide you and how to best get there based upon the structure and system. It's up to you to decide to do it. If you, if you want or not, that's up to you. I'm going to go do what I'm being told, right? So please, nobody has a boss here. You are your own boss. You're just guiding them in structure. Back up, right? Some of that might be because you just went too far ahead. You just slammed a bunch of stuff. Back up. Take a pulse check. How are you doing? Right? I'm not talking about coaching. How are you? How are you doing? You know, how was your fourth? Right? Go back to the relationship side. All right, moving on. So, now that you've kind of got all that, what do I do with it? Hey, you haven't shared with me. How do I start a coach? Great. You've set my framework. You start me up. So what do we do? First thing first, okay? You already know how to do this because a lot of you sometimes may be thinking, or I hear this from a brand new coach, or if you're a brand new coach, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to start a new coach. I, I, I'm a new coach. I don't know what to do. So there's this term in psychology. It's called relational learning. And it's a really simple concept. It's basically, and I did this throughout my entire life and career, it involves taking something you already know and tying it to a new concept that you're learning. 
because it lay, what you already know lays a foundation to build this new concept and you could tie the two together. And when you do that, it eases your mind to be open to be received new information and process it. Okay. So you already know how to, you already know what to do. You've already had a similar experience. You know what it was? It was called your health journey. When you started program, you got on a health assessment. Ashley talked about that, right? And the, and the missiles talked about, you know, bringing that in and, and tying it together. You got on a health assessment. Dan said somebody in here in chat said, uh, coach explorers, really health assessment, right? So you, you, they walked you through it. And what did they do? Did they dump truck seven days of client text or eight days of client text? And like, Hey, you got to read the entire chapter of uh, this entire book of Dr. A's before we can start the first day. I, I need you to memorize that guide. You know, uh, Hey, pop quiz time. How many ounces of chicken can you have? You know, on the lean and green. No, no, no. Baby steps, baby steps. We met them where they were. Your coach met you where you were, gave you what you needed that day so that they can lay a foundation to build and guide you on the next day. Well, guess what, guys? That's exactly what we do when we start a new coach. Goes back to the conversations that were shared here by these incredible panelists, right? We meet them where they are. You heard what they want. You, you identify kind of their profile and we guide them. Awesome, David, but you still haven't told me what I'm doing. There we go. Here it is. All right, ready? This is what I, all of my, my, my type A's give me the actual task. Okay. Before we dive into this, I want to encourage you. Please don't get hung up on a certain term I use. Okay. It, 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 we all have it. It's just we maybe call it something slightly different. So don't be blowing up the chat. He called it a checklist. I call it a, uh, I, I call it a, what? I call it a, a, a worksheet. It's the same thing, people. Okay. It's really the harder to say message. Focus on the content, not the specifics of like what I'm saying. Okay. So. When you're starting a new coach, uh, we all have this. Optavia published it. You know, every team may have their own. It's a slightly different nuance, but it's all the same structure in, in how we do this. And starting a new coach is either called a new coach work, worksheet or it's called a new coach checklist, but it's all the same basic steps. Okay. The very first thing that we want to do in those steps, and the goal of that is to get a client uh, or help a coach start to get on some share calls. Okay, that's really the goal of it. So always keep the goal in mind because if you have the goal in mind, the how will always be clear to you. So the very first thing, and I cannot, I, I'm big on this. You've got high energy. That coach just signed up to be a coach. I'm going to say this with the most compassion I can. Do not let it just sit there. As soon as they order their coach kit, we send out a message. I say, hey, as soon as you order your coach kit, send me a text you know, that you got it because we're going to want to work on the next step. We don't even wait for your coach kit to arrive, right? We're going, we're moving, right? They're excited. I'm excited. Let's do this, right? So 24 hours is my rule of thumb or 48 hours. I actually send a message. Hey, um, when they ordered a coach kit, I sent a message. Hey, so excited. Hey, in the next 24 hours or 48 hours, I want to hop on a Zoom with you to kind of share with you what's next, okay? We know that as the meet and greet. Okay, but they don't know that as a meet and greet. So don't, you know, careful in terms of term. What's a meet and greet, right? Just, just get on the Zoom with them to start guiding them and, and setting expectations on how you're going to work with them and team with them to move them forward. Okay, so getting on there, please, please, please. I'll, be, I'll, I'll mainly be honest here. 
holiday, no holiday, vacation. And by the way, in your full-time coach, there's no such thing as a vacation. You just have days and times, right? You just do what you do whenever you do. Get on that meet and greet with them 24, no longer 48 hours. Keep that momentum going. Second thing, when they get on there, go back, revisit. Hey, so excited. Celebrate. Just don't just jump all into it, right? Celebrate. I'm so excited that you finally decided to coach because I knew that this would be so, you'd be so great at it. Go back to what Ashley said. Highlight the whys. Go back to what Candy said is exactly. You know, dig into those areas in terms of what you saw. You're reinforcing that messaging. It doesn't stop just because you did the explore. It's continuing. It's evolving. Second thing, contact list. Let me tell you what I think, what I perceive a lot of coaches sometimes lock up here because they, we say, hey, put a list of, of, of people that are on your heart. Put it, make it a, a candidate list, a, a, a contact list, whatever your terminology is. Again, don't get hung up on the terminology. Just sets a list of names, okay? They hear cold call list. This is not a cold call list. Okay. Um, Carol did an awesome video on the momentum bootcamp live. I'm not going to dive into this. Go back and watch it. Help reset your mind. Okay. This is just people in your heart. These are the people in the office before you became a coach. It's like, man, I, that person could probably really use that. That's what this is. Moving on. Okay. Getting that list together, initial names. The, the next thing is making sure they watch starting point. And I love what Ashley was talking, uh, talking about in, in setting the framework before you get on a call because we do that too. It makes the call just evolve and move forward into action a lot easier because that starting point video really sets the stage in terms of what they can expect from coaching and what they should expect from you and what we are expecting from them to be able to move forward in their journey. So, if, so them watching that video just really helps move things along so smoothly and they're hearing it from somebody else. Okay. I'll talk about that in a second because Dan talked about trainings and I want to, I'm going to, I want to touch on that lightly. Um, so uh, again, now the next thing, Let's get in action, okay? The whole, the whole goal of this is to ease their mind, set expectations, and now let's quickly get into action in terms of doing those share calls, right? You letting them know, hey, uh, just like I shared with you before, you know, when you decided to coach, uh, what coaching is, we're actually gonna do these with you. So, so who's, that, who's that person that maybe you had in your heart? I don't get off of that call until I have at least four or five names, okay? Now, I'm going to encourage you. If you sit there and say, hey, go put a list of 100 names and come back, your crawler is going to fold up and they are going to go dark. Okay? Go back to where they are. Your runners might come at you with 100 names. You know? So everybody's a little different. Right? It doesn't, right now, it's about a baby step. It's not about getting a whole list of names like right out the gate. Just start. Start. Even if it's one, just start. Okay, cool. Who, who is it? Oh, it's my sister. Oh, it's my coworker. Awesome. Okay, cool. This is how we're going to do it. So reach out to them and give them some example verbiage right, that, that they can use. Right? Some very simple things. It's like, hey, you know, you are my heart. I know that you've watched me in my health journey. There's many different ways to say this, guys. That, you know, I know you watched me in my health journey. Um, you know, I don't know. I love what Dan does because I, I did that all the time too. I don't know if this will be a fit for you, right? You just, you're kind of giving that little out. I don't know if this will be a fit for you, but if you're open to it, 
um, when's a good time we can hop on the call with me and my health coach and they can kind of share what the program looks like and what that might do for you. That's it. That's it. Right. So, um, kind of moving on cause I'm kind of short on time here and I want to also talk about some other key points. Um, getting those calls queued up. Now here's another thing. If this is, this is for, for personally for Deanna and I, if we started a brand new coach, had a kickoff call, if four days go by and we haven't done one health assessment with, with that coach, or it's only been one and hasn't really gone to more than that, I'm not waiting for them to call me. You, you're the mentor, you're the professional. You reach out to them. How's it going? Well, you know, I'm kind of find out where, as Dan says, the analogy, the kink in the hose, find out where the kink in the hose is. Try to unkink it. If that kink is, is, is just a mental roadblock for them, some people, no issue. Yeah, I want to, you know, I want to invite this person, invite that. Some people are just like that. They're terrified of that. They just want to go straight to Facebook, right? Or their social media platform. That is for you and them to discern that moment. But for me, if it's three, day three, day four, we're not on any health assessments. I'm reaching out to them. We're moving on to the next step. Keep moving with them, not ahead of them, with them, okay? I'm not going to get into details of all that. A lot of that was covered earlier, but get with your mentorship team if you're not sure what I'm talking about. Don't just jump into Facebook, okay? That's into the great abyss because here's what's going to happen. We all know this. So you go out on Facebook, the importance of why we started the health assessment and doing the share calls is because we want to lay a foundation of getting you, having you be comfortable with the skill set, transferring skill sets, on how to share the program because the moment we go touch social media, they're going to get a number of responses back and, and they, they're, they're going to want, they're going to get that action and get, in, get comfortable. Or if they haven't done any, it may be a little overwhelming. Okay. So just want to encourage you there. Um, you know, have the health assessments, uh, coaches, make sure your, 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 your brand new coach has that health assessment form in front of them and they are ready to go. So I'm um, over time. So I'm going to, I'm you know, kind of stepping through that always, always, always at the health assessment, do a debrief. Okay. It's important. Do not skip that. That is the time for that brand new coach for them to ask you questions. Okay. Did I say anything that, you know, that you heard that maybe was, you know, said, Hey, that's interesting. You said that, you know, what do you thought? You know, so that time to, to give an opportunity to talk back uh, and give you feedback, I should say. So, um, quick things. I know I'm a little bit over to, Dan. Is it okay if I just get two, two more minutes? Thank you, sir. So um, one of the things I want to share with you, I gave you some of the tangible how, right? But I want to give you some more rules of thumb. These are some of the things that were really impactful for myself and Deanna and as we've been pouring into our other coaches. So you got the structure, okay? So we talked about the different personality types. Uh, they set the pace. Your coach, your new coach sets the pace, but you set the tone. Okay, what do I mean by that? You're setting in expectations to and, and help them quantify and qualify their emotions. I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling anxious. Well, it's not really, I love this because I actually saw Dr. A do this from the stage uh, about two years ago with somebody and he just stuck with me and it was, it was beautiful. It was like watching a master work. He, this lady said, I'm, I'm anxious. I, I, I feel overwhelmed. And he, and he come, his, he lowered, he lowered his, the pace of his voice. He lowered his tone a little and he put his hand gently on her shoulder. He said, may I help you? He said, you're not feeling overwhelmed. You're not feeling anxious. It's actually excitement. You're feeling excited, but you're also a little frustrated because you want to do this 
but you just don't know how. I'm going to show you how. I was like, oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. That is what you do with your clients and your coaches. Do that, right? Slow down. If you're a fast talker and they're slow, slow your, slow your rate of speech down, okay? I, I'm, I'm over, so I, I, I want to keep on task here. Um, highlight the attributes in them. Keep doing that over and over and over again. It, you know, they'll still start to see it come to fruition, right? The other thing is um, trainings. If you were to substitute the word trainings for community, community, that's really what it is. Today, this is community. People are communicating via the chat. We're talking to each other here. We're interacting with you. You're training by proxy, but you're getting community. Isn't that what we all wanted? Isn't that what we always say? Hey, man, if I could just find some people that would lift me, that would just pour into me. Well, you got it. Here it is. And the sad thing is the people that need this the most, and this is what breaks my heart. I know it frustrates everybody else here uh, or the other spot, the, our mentors is the ones that need it the most aren't on it aren't on it, right? So I just want to encourage you all, set the tone. Set the tone at the very beginning. These are not trainings. This is community. This is what you asked me for. This is what you said you wanted. You cannot get proxy of community through one of me or Dan or Casey or Ashley. You can't, that's not community. That's I. And you're only seeing a vision through my eyes and through what I want. What do you want? Right? So I want to tie it back there. Um, the last thing, guys, two, few last things in this, build a plan together. I keep saying team coaching, mentorship, together. Do this together. Not in a vacuum. Keep asking what they want. This, build a team together. When you, build, when you do something with them and it's, if you do it together and you help build their plan, it's now their plan, not your plan. It's not your to-dos they're having to do. It is their to-dos because it was their plan. You just help guide, guide them and, and they, will, they will move forward that. And uh, uh, I keep saying last thing, but sorry. Uh, give yourself, Dan said this earlier, give yourself some grace. Okay. He actually, he said, be nice to yourself. Right. A lot of us say, give some, give some grace because know this, you could do everything perfectly you know, for a coach, be there, encourage them, nurture them, etc. But if they don't want it, they'll never grow. Right? Or flip the script. You could do everything wrong. And I'll put wrong in quotes. Because if you're following the system, I don't think you can do wrong. Okay? You can do everything what you perceive may be wrong. And that per or that person may be under heaven. And that person can blow it up and go IPD. Look at Tiffany Howard. Tiffany didn't pop up on Dan's radar until she, she became ED and she had zero guidance, right? There was a system and a structure in place. And then Dan said, and Dan following the system found her. It works both ways, people, right? And then he poured into her, which ties into my next se segment here. Nothing frustrates me more than this. Be willing to inconvenience yourself. I'm going to shut up there because I'm going to go into the wrong tangent on that part. If you think you got where you were because your coach didn't inconvenience, inconvenience themselves to help you, you're wrong. 
you're wrong. You really, you said when you coach, I just want to help some people. Cool. Are you willing to help your coaches and be willing to inconvenience? Now I'm not saying you turn your life upside down because I love what Casey said. Your life as a coach is in structure and it's now consistent. Keep it in structure and consistent, right? You're the professional. Help them come along. But that means you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be willing to inconvenience yourself a little bit and, 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 and coordinate that effort, right? So hear my heart, please. Just, and I'm gonna close on this. Get in action, right? And just stay in action. Help them to get those small little wins and keep building on that momentum. Because as Dan says all the time, that action activity is just going to fill them the excitement. You're going to be excited. You're going to have this whole frenzy of excitement. Their clients are going to be excitement and it just rolls from there. And it is fun. I am not interested in another job. I left that in corporate America two years ago. No, thank you. Let's make this fun guys. Love you, Dan. Thank you so much. And everyone else. David. Uh, okay. Absolutely. Best training on that dance that we do with a new coach that I've ever heard. I mean, I love that. Ease their mind, set the structure, get into action. Absolutely amazing, David. I'm going to, it's very hard for me not to make commentary on everything. There was so much gold in there, but thank you for that. I will just say this. I feel like I'm kind of the referee jumping in here and there from watching the chat. Don't get hung up on, on oh, well, we do this, or where is this? or you're, you're missing the whole point. David gave us one of the best the best, I think, training on how we relationally interact with a new coach that I've ever heard. So I hope you caught that because that's the key. A uh, ton of gold in there. I would definitely go back and, and listen to that a few times. So um, I was thinking, Dave, when you, at, when, you, when you said, hey, is it okay if I have two more minutes? Like, we've gone a little long here. Um, I was thinking, you know, I'd go pay – what is the movie these days? I don't even know. Um, what, 12 bucks, 10 bucks, something like that. And I love it when the movie is longer. Don't you, don't you love it when it's longer? You feel like you got more, more of your money's worth? And how funny, this is the way my mind works. How crazy would it be if someone popped in about an hour into the movie and goes, hey, is it cool if we keep going here? I mean, are we, I mean, I know we're taking a bunch of your time, right? Isn't it crazy how we look at things and we get on a training? I do the same thing like, oh, it's been 60 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh. And this is gold, though. Oh, my gosh. Keep it going. I love all you in the chat. They're like, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. You're like sponges. This is great stuff. You know, uh, every one of these boot camps, I've thought this, and this is one of the reasons we did the podcast. There, there are probably four or five hours worth of training packed into these if you really went in and digested it and, and picked it apart and, and listened to it again, different parts, and really got it all. I mean, we could probably take one week of boot camp and spread it out over – six weeks and give you more than enough info. So anyway, I just thought, I thought that was interesting. It's all perspective guys. It really is. So this will be a hour and a half boot camp. I'm not going to apologize because you definitely all got your money's worth today. So, okay. I'm going to go into action steps real quick and then we're going to wrap it up. David. Awesome. Casey and uh, candy. Amazing. Ashley. Amazing. So much gold today. We, we have three more weeks together. We're going to keep the gold coming. So hopefully you caught a couple of nuggets today. Uh, and there were literally hundreds of nuggets in this boot camp that could change the trajectory of your business and your life if you put them into action, which brings us to action. It's all about action. Here's just a few that we put together for this week. So um, 
And if there's other ones you caught, because there could be a thousand action steps after today, the key is to stay in action. All right, here they are, week nine. Number one, invite at least five people to explore coaching. If you haven't sent them a trilogy video yet or whatever you call it, doesn't matter. Um, send, if, you, if you haven't sent it yet, send them a video first. I love that. Sometimes Megan and I jump right to the explore. If we feel like the, you know, the, the, they're ready and, and they're close, we'll, we'll, we'll get them right to an explore. But sending them a video first, I'll often send that and say, hey, um, I, this really helps you kind of get a heart for what we're all about. And sometimes I'll send it after the explore. I'll, I'll go through things and say, hey, listen, I really want you to catch the, the heart of this thing. Watch this video. If, if you feel something inside of you jump after watching that video, once you see what we're really all about, then that might be a sign for you. Let me know. Okay. Number two, uh, watch uh, re regarding these trilog trilogies. We're going to post some up on the bootcamp page. Give us a little bit of time. Okay. Um, watch a few of those throughout this week and pick a couple of your go-tos. One thing I, that is a pet peeve of mine is when coaches are sending out trilogy videos that they have never watched before. Okay. If you're going to send a video to somebody, watch it first so you know what they're seeing otherwise you're like you're just a boob okay you have no idea i don't know if i can say that but you have no idea what you just sent that person there might be something in there that you would never send them or something that you want to know that they just heard you'll just you'll just be so much more intelligent in your conversation with them after that video if you know what's in the video okay please don't take that shortcut all right is that clear enough okay <laughs> number three Here's your goal, everybody. Do at least one coach explore this week. Before we get back on boot camp, I'm going to ask next week who did one. Just one, guys. Just one. If you really want to blow this business up, you should be doing a few every week, okay? Uh, I'm, our most successful coaches, their goal is one coach explore per day, okay? But one this week. Just one explore. That means you got to figure it out. You got to invite a bunch of people. You got to... You got to, and if it's applicable, do it with your business coach. Okay. Don't go out on your own. If you, if, if, if that's where you're at, you're doing it with your business coach. So some business coaches are about to get real busy this week. Okay. No apologies. Be careful what you wish for. Okay. You want a successful business. You want to grow. That means some busy weeks. Okay. Even in the middle of the summer. All right. Number four, here's a quick exercise that is powerful. Um, and this talks about, I think it was David that mentioned knowing what your coach's dreams are, knowing what their whys are. Guys, that's the foundation of everything we do in working with coaches before we even get into the dance. It drives us. It's the motivation. You should know what you, the coaches you're working with, that you're mentoring, you should know what their dreams are. That's what you're working for. You're not working solely for your dreams. You're working for their dreams. And that makes your dreams come true. Okay. So here's the exercise. List out each of your coaches that you're actively working with, okay? And write down next to each one of those coaches what are their whys, their dreams, their goals, right? As much as you can. If you don't know, please don't assume, don't guess, don't make something up that you think. If you don't know, find out. That's a great opportunity to have a conversation with that coach this week about their dreams, about their goals. And can I tell you something? People love talking about their dreams and their goals, and they will be so uh, honored that you were interested enough to ask and have that conversation. And if they haven't been doing much, you never know. It might just spark something. But the point is, if you're working with a coach, if I'm working with a coach, I want to know what I'm working with them to accomplish. And it has nothing to do with my life. It has everything to do with their life and their heart. All right. Does that make sense? 
Okay, those are your actions. We'll post all this up here uh, in the next few hours. Um, all the forms we talked about, everything that we talked about in here, we'll put up on the boot camp so it's easy to find links, all that kind of stuff. So love you guys. Great week. What an awesome boot camp. Okay, I'm going to say it. Best boot camp ever right here, week nine. All right, by week 12, it's going to be like our minds are like going to blow. These boot camps are so good. We're going to roll into convention, float. We're going to float into convention, ready to rock it. So love you guys. Great hanging out with you for an hour and a half. Uh, I apologize that the boot camp was only an hour and a half today, that we're cutting it a little bit short. So uh, we'll, see you, we'll see you in the boot camp page. We will uh, see you back here next Saturday. Later, everybody.